It's Wednesday, November 3rd, and we're back. You're listening to episode 37 of the Chasing Points Podcast, your weekly honest dive into the world of sports. What's up? Did you miss us? My name's Sam. <laughs> I'm Brandon. <laughs> I'm so awkward and I love it. <laughs> and it's I think people are gonna be like, well, is it really weekly? Because you guys weren't here last week, but it's listen, life happens. Bi-monthly. No, we're not bi-monthly. We can't do that. How are you, I, Sam? I think the weirdest thing is I'm using a different camera today and I'm like super zoomed in. You are. And it's like really it's, it's like you're in my face. It's got to be awkward for you because it's it is. crazy awkward for me. Luckily for me, I look away sometimes. Like I look over my little corner, so I don't really have to see you staring like in my face. Like if you were just invading my space, so it's good. But I asked you how how are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. A lot's going on, um, uh, and uh, just happy to be here. So well, I want to say yeah. congratulations to my brother here on a, a big purchase for his family. I won't dive into his information to spill the beans on that one. He can do that if you'd like to. I bought a yacht. There you go. That's exactly it. Um, and I'm proud of you for doing that. Uh, boats and hose, boats and hose. <laughs> it prestige is, worldwide. Yes, prestige worldwide. But no, I just uh just bought a house and uh have been moving in the last couple of weeks. So um unfortunately the podcast and you know other you know between our schedules it just hasn't worked out but i'm life. i'm back life happens man life. and uh so does sports so i'm just happy to be back and ready to go we have a big show for you mm-hmm. and uh week eight of the nfl seasons in the books we'll react to that we'll make our picks of course talk about the latest news in the nfl and the nba and we have a game six of the world series that we're going to talk about and then it's going to happen before you can even listen to this so those are always fun True. games uh, but I guess in no particular order, what is your uh, impressions of the last week of the NFL season? <laughs> well, I guess today would kind of conclude that week with the trade deadline. Yes, sir. Um, so I, I, I'll start with some of the games. Uh, holy backups out there uh, doing their thing. Uh, Mike White out there balling for your jets. So I don't know when I go to see the jets bills game in two weeks, I don't know if it's going to be him or, uh, you know, my boy Wilson, but I guess we'll have to wait and see about that. Cooper rush out here, you know, leading the Cowboys to a victory. You believe well, that? I, I still can't fathom that one. Um, Trevor Simeon, he looked, he looked pretty damn good. Uh, I cannot lie. He looked pretty damn good. Did the Saints win that game? Yeah, they did. They did win that game. Yeah, they did. They, um, so, the the Bucks tried to, to come back, but um, they did. Trevor Simeon looked like Broncos. Trevor Simeon. Like, he, he, looked he looked really, really, really good. good. I mean, I think I think people got to understand. I, I've said it numerous times. I'm going to beat the dead horse here. Um, Peter, don't come after me. But uh, it's always about the guys in the right system. Right. If you have the right system, you have the right people around you, you'll be prepared and you'll be good to go. I mean, uh, shout out to Jameis. I know you put in so much hard work over the offseason. You spent these years behind Drew Brees and you get your chance and you you were looking excellent this year. And then only to go down to tear your ACL like I'm I'm praying for you, man. I hope you bounce back soon because you are uh, 
you are somebody that I enjoy watching play. Uh, I think you're also entertaining with the sound bites that you give. So, I mean, football, I think, really needs Jameis Winston, in, in my opinion, with that. But uh, as you've seen, uh, Jameis came in when Drew Brees was there and threw a, what was it, a 72-yard bomb. Uh, you had Taysom, who is, I believe is injured right now, is, is always ready. Now you have Simeon coming in. So I, I think that's more of a, a praise of Sean Payton and what he does to make sure that everybody's prepared. And also shout out to the Saints defense, who does not care that Tom Brady is against them. And they played like that two years in a row now against the Bucs. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're rivals. I, I think people need to understand that too. Rival Rivalry games are completely different. You show up for these games yep, for sure. Absolutely. Now, absolutely. I mean, they're professionals. You want to think they show up every day, but um, they definitely show up for these games. And yeah, shout out to Mickey Loomis, the GM of the Saints and and um, Sean Payton. Taysom Hill can't be a quarterback in every system. No. No. But, you know, when you do something, my dog is going nuts. When you are, when you do something, uh, when you put the right pieces together and you have that scheme fit, it works. And you kind of see like uh, you saw it with the, the Bucks and, and the Saints game and the Bucks, the Bucks almost came back, made it entertaining for sure. You never count Tom Brady out, no matter what the score and how much time you have left. He's like, a, there's there's nothing else you really have to say about it. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a really entertaining game. You, you mentioned the, the, the backup quarterbacks, Cooper rush, man. Um, and where, speaking of showing up, where the Vikings, did they show up to this game? Do they know uh, that they played a game on Sunday night against the backup quarterback? Kirk Cousins, the, uh, yeah. no matter what, if Kirk Cousins is running your team, yes, the, the Vikings have looked, you know, somewhat decent this year. Right. Um, but it's always something wrong with the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, normally the first person that they look at and, and kind of just, you know, blame for all of this. And I mean, cause he does Kirk Cousins like things, right. So in big games, he kind of doesn't show up and there's some other quarterbacks that do the same thing too, but I don't think we need to stay there there for too long. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways from this week is the leading rusher who's leading every running back by, I think it's 350 yards. Uh, Derek Henry is, is gone uh, and potentially done for the season. I know there's been some rumblings and saying if they go far in the playoffs that he has a chance of potentially coming back, uh, but I don't think they're going to risk that with such a talent such as him. Uh, but I did see him during the trade deadline, they went and picked up, uh, this is being the, the Titans. They picked up Adrian Peterson and, uh, Freeman, right. Devonta Freeman or some Freeman. I know that for sure that they picked hey, up. Freeman. I didn't see the Freeman thing. I know they signed AP to the yeah. practice squad and who knows, he got a lot of touches in, in Detroit, um, took a lot Detroit. of share away from, uh, Swift, Swift. At last year at some point, but yeah, um, shout out to me for having Jeremy McNichols on my dynasty bench. Um, yeah, shout out there. Um, but yeah, you, you can't replace a guy like um, like Derrick Henry. My uh, my buddy Jeremiah, friend of the show, sent me the other day a meme of um, Derrick Henry's high school stats. Have you seen this? No. Oh my, I can't even like he ran for like 4,000 yards and like 60 touchdowns in 13 games, bro. Doesn't Can you imagine? 
having exactly. to tackle him all that time ago, let alone having to tackle him now. Like these kit, you know, think about it. You're basically it's he's what basically a, a running back. He's a running back with a linebacker's body. Yeah. <laughs> like why grown men in the league don't even they make business decisions to get out of his way yeah. and try to tackle him. And like that's it. And it still doesn't work. He's a slim down like left tackle that can he's like that can run mm-hmm. <laughs> like this big ass tight end. It's crazy. Um, it's it's crazy when you see him like just standing next to comparable dudes. It's it's a big blow for the Titans. Like, can you know they've they use the run for so much they they run you know they run all the time. When you have a weapon like that, why not? But. It's going to really test Tannehill and AJ Brown and Julio still not healthy. Didn't play again last week. Um, it's it's really going to test this team. And I, I, you know, fortunately for them, they're in the division they're in, right? Because you know the Colts have been playing well, but um, very well <laughs> at times. Um, uh, go ahead, continue. That was no, funny. I'm laughing. Got, I'm smiling. Jokes. Good, good. I'm smiling. <laughs> They've been in these games. <laughs> I, I heard the pup that time. It's okay. The pup it's, says hi. It's, pup is a part of the show. It's okay. He agrees. He's a, he's the president of the Carson Wentz fan club. <laughs> he go. hates the slander. You hear him? Yeah, he hates yep, it. Yep, he's I like, what it. the hell's going I on here? That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, but what do you think, like, how are the Titans, what are the Titans going to do without this battering ram under, you know? I don't know. They hope that's why they probably went and got AP, because he's a big body like him and can break, you know, the first contact and, and keep going. But AP is also, what, like 10 years older than Derrick Henry? Um, so I, I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, he's still AP. I mean, he's still going to be a Hall of Famer and all that stuff, but I, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a plug and play type situation and it's just like there's definitely going to be some some setbacks. But and with Julio not staying on the field, uh, AJ just coming back, I mean, they better hope that they can they can stick it and keep it together. But another team better hope that they can get it together uh, would be the Chiefs, who seem like they don't know how to play football anymore. And I think it's still funny that uh the GMs, there was certain GMs that were talking about they they figured out Lamar Jackson and teams will figure it out and nobody has figured him out. But yet it looks like the person that teams are actually starting to figure out is Mahomes and that offense and what to do. Um, and I know he hasn't been playing like himself, but he they're, they're doing things. The weapons haven't disappeared. His arm hasn't disappeared, but the decision-making and, and – I wouldn't even say the play calling has been, I really think it's just decision-making has, has plagued them. I mean, last night they drive all the way down the field only to throw a pick, then to turn around and pick the ball and then score that way. Like you there, that should have been 14 points instead of seven. Um, And you did it against the giants who don't look that bad, to be honest. Um, They don't look great, but you made, you made the giants almost look like world beaters. Um, and, and that's saying a lot. Uh, and you only win by a field goal. So, uh, Chiefs, I don't, I don't know what you guys got to do. Uh, maybe run the ball. Um, that might work. Uh, but yeah, didn't it's they hard. just pick up somebody uh, running back wise? I think they just did. No, they picked up. I thought they picked up Melvin Gordon, and it was Melvin Ingram 
that they got from the Steelers. Yeah, that's a huge, huge. That's a huge it's, pickup. It's Mel- yeah, Ingram of old. Yeah, that's yes. that's a huge pickup. This defense has been a problem. Mm-hmm. Mahomes making poor choices has been a problem too. But did you watch the Manning broadcast last night? I watched a little bit of it. I, yeah. I kind of wasn't really to see into their the game. jaws drop when he'd get uh, picks batted away or, or you know, thrown interceptions. It was just crazy. It's like you're seeing someone like, oh, like, oh, crap, he's human is like what I thought of that first mm-hmm. that first drive where he threw that pick. And, you know, it's yeah, it's been turnovers they, they need to establish the run. They need to get they got Tyreek involved yesterday. Um Travis Kelsey was, you know, he only scored. I don't know what his stats were. He only scored like four fantasy points for me. So, yeah, I'd consider that to be a bad game for would, the I best tight end so. in football. Um, so it's 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 been, you know, I I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know what is going on. I think you you nailed you nailed it with the play calling, establishing a run, and that's been a problem for a while. They drafted yes. Edward Zelaire to really do that. I know he's hurt now. Daryl Williams. I don't know who this Gore kid is. I thought it was Frank. I, I, I thought it was his kid. I thought it was his kid. And then I realized I mean, his kid's old. still in school. Yeah. yeah. He's that old. I think it was, uh, I don't know who was on the broadcast saying that was a John Stewart on the Manic or um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Strahan was making a comment about th- thinking it was Frank Gore's kid for a second. <laughs> and I thought the same thing. I had no idea. Um, that's that's hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah. I I mean they got to get it together if they want to be uh, around at the end of the year. I know Mahomes uh, during the bye, you know, talks about that we we were getting ahead of ourselves and just thinking that you know because the past couple of years we were just getting to the game and you know we were kind of thinking ahead of ourselves. And I was like, yeah, that's that's cool to say to kind of like deflect and that may be the case but this is like you guys got to show up because everybody has put invested so much stock into you and now you're playing like not a championship caliber team but there's still a lot of time left i mean uh if they get in the door i mean i'm pretty sure everybody will be concerned about them at that point in time so i don't think they really have much to worry about there they'll be the most dangerous six seven seed you've ever seen and we've seen we've seen plenty of teams win the super bowl out of the six seed Mm -hmm. um yeah, they just they they need to just right the ship, and it starts with Mahomes. I mean, it it starts it starts there, and the defense. Um, but let's let's see him just try to go back to the fundamentals of playing quarterback and not trying to be the Madden cover future Hall of Famer that he is. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's I, just I, see him play football and see what happens. I, I mean, I appreciate you mentioning Super Bowl as well because I, I mean, my Super Bowl pick. Uh, just got even stronger uh, by going yeah, out we- here and becoming the Decepticons and just grabbing up <laughs> everything they possibly can and getting. It's kind of like Madden, where you it just is. trade for like you trade like. Well, Madden probably wouldn't everything. even let that happen. That's that's no, the crazy thing so. about Madden. Madden would shut that down. Uh, yeah, which makes Madden unrealistic. In we so should many probably other ways. just talk about the the trade deadline here because yeah, your Super Bowl pick, the Rams, just got Von Miller. Um, yeah. yeah. Hashtag Broncos for life. But mm-hmm. um, he, dude, first, what were your first thoughts when you saw that? I know you texted me, but like, what was went through your head? Mine was like, well, draft picks don't matter. Clearly. The first thing that went through my head is who are they going to try to choose the double team? Because you can't double team both of them. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't double team both of them. It's literally impossible. 
you can't double team both of them. So what are you going to do? Because if that's the case and that they're both on the opposite edge. So that means that straight up the middle to the quarterback is going to be a terrible place to be for whomever they play. And, and they do so much now with Jalen Ramsey, where yep. he's not just, yep. he's not just staying on one side of the field. He's what she always wanted to do. Yeah. He's playing linebacker. He's in the box. You know, he's doing everything. It's it's like he's this hybrid corner safety that like and it's it's really made a difference the last couple of years. I know Brandon Staley kind of had him in that role last year and he's just kind of excelled at it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You put you put Von Miller's hand in the dirt and then you got Aaron Donald to worry about too. Um you you stand him up, it's it's a problem. It's you know, he's he's not vintage von miller but he's still von miller in a way you know you got to account for him it's going to be it's going to get weird uh, you know what it's going to get really weird next year because leonard ford comes at floyd comes back yeah and he he was the one that's injured so it's basically like he's replacing him so think about the three of them in the front that's a good point yeah. <laughs> that would be absolutely disastrous for any offensive line but i guess we'll just have to wait to see for that but it sounds like they they want to sign him long term too they want to keep him involved and especially you know i would they don't have a a draft pick to like the fourth round so that's the key to this team is going to be free agency for the immediate future for sure because they because otherwise their future is bleak yeah uh i another person's future that may be bleak that it was that was not a part of the trade deadline is deshaun watson uh the dolphins did not trade for him although they have been talking about trading for him ever since he said he didn't want to play for the texans but the dolphins actually stepped up and said we're not going to trade for him uh amidst the rumors uh so they're basically going to wait it out uh i'm assuming that they basically are going to just try to wait for a better package to put out there or see what's going to happen um i think that's pretty interesting i i think if i was a gm that'd be a smart move right now to not move on somebody that you don't know if you're going to get back i know during this period leading up to the the uh trade deadline uh roger goodell said there's there's been no proof of of anything at this point so he's not on the commissioner's exempt list uh so i thought that was interesting i thought that was going to get him moved just roger goodell saying that and that didn't happen um so I, i'm pretty intrigued by that so do you think he gets trade uh traded over the offseason yeah I, I was going to ask you did you were you surprised that he was moved it doesn't sound it wasn't moved it doesn't sound like you were i i yeah. think the nfl's in a lucky situation for them because the Texans have taken it upon themselves to discipline him by not playing him and benching him. So it's not really like the NFL doesn't have to make a decision. It was interesting to hear Goodell say that though. Um, If I'm Steven Ross and the, the dolphins, I don't go near him without the assurances from the league and from Sean Watson's camp that this is going to eventually be settled and not, you know, these are civil, um, these are civil uh, complaints, so they're yeah. not suits. So they're not, uh, you know, he. I guess I, I'm not sure what the right terminology is here, but he's, you know, um, these are probably what's going to happen is be settled, whether he's, you know, guilty or not. There'll be there'll be some kind of settlement so he can eventually play again. Again, we do not condone what has been alleged and what he did or didn't do um, for sure. Um, hopefully, you know, truth comes out and all that, but what probably is going to happen here is this thing's going to just get settled 
And then, then Goodell's going to have to make a decision. You know, he, he usually waits for, you know, the law uh, to yep. process itself first before he does anything. Which is good because um, you should you should allow them to do what they have to do before you again you're innocent you're innocent before uh, innocent until proven guilty right sure. so I, I mean if you jump the gun you look terrible right and no matter what you do so it's smart for you to sit back and wait and see how it plays out and then you make your move like that's a perfect chess move to do anything right that's don't move too yeah. soon you got to figure out and see how it's going to go so um, I think they're all playing this this right Deshaun's not saying anything. Uh, the Texans really aren't saying anything. They're just making sure that he doesn't play. Goodell said a little. He didn't really say too much. Um, so I think everybody's playing their cards the way that they should be played at this point in time until you hear more or until you get a resolution. Um, two people that I want to mention, actually three. One, my boy Zach Ertz was traded. This was before the trade deadline. Um, you are missed. Uh, you will be missed. Uh, that is one of my favorite tight ends of all time, just because of what he's done for my team. Um, my favorite team is not my team. Um, I, I appreciate everything he's done, uh, but I'm very, very happy to see that he is another target for Kyler Murray uh, because he's going to have somebody that's throwing to him, not saying that Jalen couldn't do it or Carson, um, but he's just going to have this young talent with this amazing team around him, uh, throwing, getting him the ball. Um, I also want to say that that Green Bay Cardinals game was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Lived up to the hype of it. And I still don't know what the hell AJ Green was doing, but I I hope they figured that out amongst themselves, whatever he was doing. And I hope he came to terms that, yeah, you can't lose a game in one play, but you also can. Um, So, but the, the, the last two people that I want to mention is, uh, Lane Johnson and Calvin Ridley. Uh, Lane has come out and spoken about his depression that he's been suffering since uh, I believe he said high school uh, and how basically it was just the first game against the Falcons, which the reason why I'm saying that is there's another person on the opposite side uh, that has also uh, taken a little leave of absence. Well, I shouldn't even say little because it might be an extended leave, Uh, but Uh, Lane Johnson spoke up about the depression that he's been going through and how he had to take this time for himself and really get the help because he felt there was no outlet. And it literally, he said to the point that he was throwing up every day, Sam, and he was at one point throwing up blood. Uh, That's how bad it was um, for him. So shout outs to him for being a man, because apparently that was something that is frowned upon uh, amongst us men is being vulnerable and speaking out against something that is, uh, you know, a mental illness. Uh, and that's something that needs to be spoken about more. So I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just glad we're um, in. It's okay. I mean, this is a sports podcast. We're going to talk about sports, right? But yeah, I'm just glad we're in a society. We're in the position where like, this is okay. Yep. And, you know, I don't spend my time in the comments or in the Twitter replies. Same. I didn't see it. I don't see any of it, um, but I'm just glad he's he and, you know, we transition here to Calvin Ridley, too, uh, who decide, uh, decided to take, you know, he missed the London game a couple weeks ago, played last week and decided to just take a step back from football to, you know, prioritize 
his life and he's got his own demons and what he's, whatever he's going through, the NFL community supports him. I know they've put a lot of awareness behind mental health and um, you know, it's, it's certainly, there shouldn't be a stigma there and it's okay to get help and to talk to people. And, you know, I've done it. We, you know, I know a lot of people that have done it and it's um, it's okay, you know, and I'm just glad we're inching our way towards a society that, um, allows vulnerability and lets you, um, just seek the help you need. And the NFL community, you saw him just stand up behind the guy. He's one, a receiver. He's, you know, he's one of the best in the league. And I, you know, um, regardless if, if he's the first string or the sixth string, um, you know, I'm glad he's getting the help and he's got NFL on his back for sure. Yeah. Well, well supporting him. Well said, uh, and I think uh, again it boils down to the to this. The main point that should be highlighted here is that although they these guys are athletes, um, yep. they are humans first, right? Oh, absolutely, and, and yeah. That could say that it better. Is, they have families. Uh, they need to. People need to understand that that they do have families. And uh, I'm sending my prayers up uh, while we're here in this moment. Uh, I I actually. Uh, now you guys have definitely heard it at this point when you hear this podcast, but uh, the news about Henry Ruggs uh, and the DUI that he had uh, Tuesday morning uh, in Las Vegas that uh, was a fatal accident. Uh, the driver that he collided with, I don't know if it's a driver or the passenger, but uh, somebody in the other vehicle that he collided with uh, passed away. Uh, so I just want to give my condolences to that family. Uh, but I also want to give my condolences to to Henry Ruggs. I know he made a terrible decision, um, but in this point in time, there's no reason to to bash a man. I can't speak for that family, uh, but this is not a time. Clearly, he did something that it was a huge mistake that took somebody's life. Now, I've never taken somebody's life, and I can speak for Sam, but no, he hasn't taken anybody's life. So, and to do something when you were out probably having fun because you were consuming alcohol and know that you took somebody's life on a probably a routine drive home. Uh, I can only imagine what he's going through. So I don't, I, yes, obviously he's at fault for this, but I, I want to send him love too, because you should be, you should be held accountable for what you do, but you also got to understand that people don't mean to do certain things in certain situations and things do happen, but this is what happens when you, you make certain decisions. Yeah, football's on the the back burner there. Just uh, I, tragedy, you know. Just prayers for for that family affected, and and yeah, you know, it's it's um, yeah. I don't. I think you said it perfectly. I don't really have anything else to say. If, um, it's just a shame that this happened, and you know, getting behind the wheel of your Corvette intoxicated or under the influence of whatever he was um not not a great choice regardless of what happens uh, or if you get home safely too you know still not a great choice so uh prayers to that to the families of affected and yeah it's uh we'll see if we uh you know i don't think we should be talking about football and henry Ruggs for a while like this is yeah. this is you know it's a big deal um before we go to our picks and, and lighten this up, I got something else to lighten this up and get us out of this little little dark spot that we have right here. So Mike White. 
No, no, no. <laughs> uh, breaking news. Uh, the college rankings are out. Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, and Oregon are the top four right now. So I'm very, very happy about that. I'm not very happy to see Bama. I'm happy that Michigan State beat Michigan because of two particular friends. Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, this is uh, that's pretty interesting. I know we don't talk about college football a lot here. I mean, we will going forward when we when we expand certain things and when it gets closer to that that time. Uh, but uh, yeah, just wanted to say that. And Sam, let's let's get into the picks, man. We haven't done it for two weeks. Ooh. I've been itching to do it. I've been itching to do it. Yeah, go Georgia. <laughs> yeah, okay. we should have yeah. we should have done it the last couple weeks and i've been meaning to text you and I, I i dropped the ball there but i, it's I a, thought about it too so i dropped the ball yeah. as well sir it's week nine let's do it and thursday night we have a barn burner man the jets <laughs> head to indy this is like we we're both invested in this game your you know former franchise quarterback my new franchise quarterback mike white just, <laughs> just kidding i don't even want to entertain that i mean it's a nice story but mm-hmm. Um, anyone that really gives that more thought at this current time after one game uh, than necessary, I don't want to have a conversation with you right now. So I'm glad Brandon is level-headed and rational. If he keeps this up, then we have a conversation. But right now, he just took apart a Bengals team that was looking forward to next week and not yep. and not this one where they play the Browns. So, um, yeah, Jets, Colts, who you got? There's uh, a I got the Colts, um, but more so I got Carson Wentz playing a majority of snaps because I want that pick. Um, but go. no, I got the Colts uh, because I believe that they can't lose two big games like that back to back and not do something, uh, you know, feasible. So yeah, them. I want to pick the Jets. Oh, I just I'm just gonna yeah I don't know why okay. just feeling let's get Mike. Uh, Michael Carter involved. Um, you know, let's not uh, throw down the field every chance we get. Let's uh, defense has been playing well, um, all things considered. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll pick them. How about the Raiders and the G-Men? Sunday. Uh, uh, Raiders. That was a very easy one. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, Falcon Saints. Who's under center for the Saints? Maybe Taysom Hill's back, if not Trevor Simeon. I think the Saints win because of their defense. Um, I, I mean, technically, they could just hand the ball off to Alan Kamara and just do what they got to do from there, and they still have a standing chance. But Simeon, as we talked about earlier, he didn't look bad. So uh, great defense against a Falcons offense that has actually started to move a little bit uh, with Cordell Patterson, the, the Swiss Army knife, but I, I can't go against the Saints in this one. It's crazy. Um, despite, you know, you mentioned Patterson, Kyle Pitts had an off game. Um, mm-hmm. No Calvin Ridley, as we mentioned, Mike Davis getting him more involved. But I don't know who the Saints quarterback is, and I'm still going to pick the Saints. It's This is kind of wild um, to me. Uh, but right. we both know who the Bills starting quarterback is. He's the favorite right now in Vegas to be the MVP. And the Bills take on the Jaguars. So I'm just going to write Bills. You might as well. Yep. And we're going to keep this train moving. Really? Really? He's head on MVP in front of Lamar I think Jackson. I saw that. 
with less yeah. with Lamar doing more with less. Like that's why I agree. To me. I agree. Let me, let me confirm that. But I saw that. Um, I thought I saw that today. That's crazy. How about um, as we move along, how about the Browns and the Bengals? Bengals. No way. Uh, Bengals win because uh, Baker Mayfield still refuses to throw the ball to OBJ, which is mind blowing because they're wasting Odell Beckham Jr. in Cleveland. And it just kills me. Um, so I just hope the Browns keep losing games now. I used to vote for the Browns to win because they were losing team, but with Baker at the helm, sometimes like I try to put faith in you sometimes and you just do things that I just can't have faith. Like when he messed up his arm, it was like, oh yeah, I'm going out there next week. Like I'm the one that decides it's like, no, you don't Baker. No, you don't. So, uh, yeah, he just can't keep his mouth shut sometimes. And he just thinks he knows all. So yeah. Bengals. Yeah, I agree with you. The Bengals, I, as you know, I really like this Bengal team and their offense and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have been just electric together. I like that they got Tyler Boyd involved last week and Joe Mixon um, just continues to to play well. Um, so I like this Bengals team and I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. I, I think that you and I are like the two worst Baker Mayfield or biggest non-Baker Mayfield fans there are. Um, I'd say so. So I'm going to pick the Bengals as well. It, yeah, according to Vegas here, the Bills are the uh, favorites to win the Super Bowl, and Josh Allen's a favorite to win uh, MVP. I saw him on the Athletic That's so today. Wild. So yeah, crazy. Uh, Patriots, Panthers. <laughs> I'm going to go with Panthers. I mean, excuse me, Patriots. Yeah, I agree with you. I know what Bill Belichick can do to Sam Darnold. I mean, I've look seen what he it. just did to. Uh... Uh, what's his name? Uh, well, I can't think of Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there'll be ghosts in, uh, in, in Raleigh for sure uh, after this week. Uh, Cowboys Broncos or Broncos at the Cowboys rather. That's that's easy. Uh, that's Cowboys. It hurts my soul every time I have to say these things. Six and one Cowboys. Yeah, that don't, that hurts too. Vikings Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I agree with you. This is kind of boring today. <laughs> this is kind of boring. Texans. Oh, this is speaking of boring. Texans, Dolphins. Wow. Who you got? Wow, that's an interesting one. Two is back, right? <laughs> Two has been back. I yeah. think Tyrod might be back. If Tyrod is Tyrod T-Mobile, if he's back, then I'm going with Texans. So I think we need to confirm that uh, if he's back. So let's just put it this way. So you guys know, if Tyrod Taylor is playing for the Texans, I'm going with the Texans. If he is not, I'm going with the Dolphins. You make me put these caveats in there, man, right, and then I have, I have to, to remember what they are. I have to. That's, I'm going to pick the. I'm going to pick the Dolphins because um, I acquired Jalen Waddle and <laughs> fantasy based uh, football dynasty Fair. league, and Fair. I'm excited about it. So I'm going to go him because uh, he's great. World Tide. Um, <laughs> Eagle, uh, Chargers, Eagles. Oh, you're, you're, uh, wait, we play the Chargers this week. Yikes. Oof. 
That's well, you just, terrible. Didn't you? How many points did you throw up on the uh, defeated Lions? It's the Lions. <laughs> that's looks that's good though. It, the crazy thing is the Lions look so good against all these other teams, and then yep. my boys put stop a mud hole in them, and I was just like, "Wow, this is crazy." You know, every week, every week we sit here and we're like, man, Dan Campbell might be a lunatic, but this team's playing hard for him. And like mm-hmm. the grit, the grind, like this, like screw Jared Goff, but like this team's playing hard. And um, and then they just lay the ultimate egg against a team that is below average, mm-hmm. maybe at best, I, you know, no offense. I mean, it's, it's true. It's true. I, I think. uh I want to say Chargers, but I'm just going to be a homer in this one, and I'm going to go with my Eagles just to spice it up a little bit. All right. I have to cross out Chargers because I thought that's where you were going. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, Packers-Chiefs. That'll be fun, 425 game. It's not going to be fun because the Packers are going to run all over them, um, or should I say Aaron Rodgers is going to throw all over them. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go Packers, but this is going to be the game that <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is going to get up for, as we mentioned earlier in this, because it's Aaron Rodgers on the opposite side. So I wouldn't be surprised you, that happened. You, you know, it's like where they say, like, baseball's better when the Yankees are good or the Dodgers are good mm-hmm. or the Red Sox. It's like football is better when Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are good. Like, this has just been really weird. Agreed. I'm going to still pick the Packers, too. Um, I think they're just rolling and Aaron Rodgers is just on another level. Even, you know, the stats might not like completely jump off the page, but he's still like right there in MVP contention. This team's undefeated since that awful week one loss. And uh, he had a pretty dope uh, Halloween costume. Too. I was just about to say that. I was like, when you're John Wick, I'm not going against you. So He grew his hair out for a year to be John yep. Wick. Like, that's, let's talk about amazing. how much of a psycho Aaron Rodgers is. And like, compi- um, just the, you know, competitive nature of him that he just, he grew his hair out for a year to be John Wick. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it crushed it. It looked great. It did. He, de- he definitely did. I enjoyed the costume for sure. Well played, sir. Cards 49ers in San Fran. Um, definitely going cards on this one. I would say cards if Kyler plays, but I'm not really sure if he's going to play or not. That's that's a valid point. I, I would take the same stance, too, because he did limp off that game. So, yeah, I would say so. I'm the same same caveats for me. All right. I just put cards if Kyler plays. We'll see what happens there. How about the Titans and the Rams? Your Rams Sunday night without Derrick Henry. That uh, uh, definitely Rams. I'm not going against them. That's the Sunday imagine? night game. Sunday night. Cool. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. I mean, even without Derrick, well, it depends on who's on the Titans actually base the if field. AJ Brown and Julio Jones can show up, then yeah, let's yeah. do it, man. Um, Monday night football: Bears Steelers. Mm-hmm. I've talked a lot of trash about the Steelers and then they just rip off three in a row. Um, <laughs> so I guess they're trying to make me eat my own words, but uh, Justin Fields had a coming out party and I'm very, very happy for him. Uh, that was uh, the way they lost. I wasn't too happy about it, but I'm going to go with the bears. I wrote down the Steelers and I closed the notebook. Mm, yeah. Damn. All right. Well, bears. Um, bears it is. I'm going to pick the Steelers because okay. Just because Matt Aggie. I was back. It's because he's back. <laughs> well, yep. So I saw what you guys did uh, while I was away. 
And I didn't like it. You guys did exactly what I didn't want you to do. We don't want Fields to do anything. We just want him to look pretty out there. So we're going to go back to doing that, even though you guys almost won the game. Yep. Sounds about right. It's been like 45 minutes into the pod, and we haven't mentioned Matt Nagy yet. So just thought it was right. It was the right time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Hey, the NBA season started a couple weeks ago, and we didn't talk about it. So let's talk about it now. (laughs) Anything jump off the page at you for uh, the last couple weeks of the NBA season? The 75th season. Yes. Well, um, there's definitely been several teams, and we're going to talk about some of the uh, power rankings right now. Uh, But first, uh, the Lakers and Nets have started off slow. Uh, Lakers slower than the Nets. Uh, LeBron's been out. Uh, the whole conversation about Russ, uh, is he going to be the Russ of old and let Russ be Russ? And if LeBron going to put him on a leash and all this type of noise, uh, seeing Dame Lillard up there in Portland struggle, it breaks my damn heart. Uh, cause he's not struggling. The team is struggling and they're just wasting him away. Um, but we're going to get right into the power rankings because when the season started off, it was Nets Lakers. Uh, that has drastically changed. And the number one team is a team that actually beat the Nets. And that's the Miami heat. Uh, the Miami heat are five and one right now. Uh, and they are playing some fast paced basketball. And that is due to Kyle Lowry. Um, and that acquisition is huge for them because not only can he score, He can play defense, and he does the little things for that team. You already have the likes of Jimmy Butler out there doing what Jimmy Butler does. You have Bam Adebayo out there. Tyler Hero looks better. Uh, Duncan looks better. Um, So they're they're piecing it together, and Eric Spolcher is still still one of the best head coaches in the league. Uh, In my opinion, he's top three of of head coaches. Uh, So you have that, right? So number two is the defending champs the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Currently right now, their record is three and four. Uh, But with all that they have uh, with, with Giannis, uh, (laughs) Anthony Edwards had one of the greatest quotes about Giannis Antetokounmpo and basically said, we sent like three people at him. He's, he's too strong. He still got through all that. He's like, what do you want us to do? (laughs) He he definitely said more. You should definitely go and watch the the sound clip because it was amazing. Uh, Anthony Edwards is definitely one of my favorite young players in the league because he speaks his mind at all times. Um, And that's the type of people that I like. Um, Number three, Utah Jazz. They're five and one. Um, Donovan Mitchell. I've said it on here before, Sam. I'll say it again. My favorite basketball player uh that i got to watch his whole entire career is Dwayne wade and donovan mitchell is a spin image of him uh and it's also ironic that Dwayne wade is now also a part owner of that team and his son is now in the g league team so uh yeah that's going to be pretty interesting in itself but i i love what they're doing out there um donovan is a superstar people are saying that he still hasn't budded to that point but in my opinion he has but uh there's that um number four my brooklyn nets they're four and three uh they're they're now getting to where they're getting better and the reason why i say that is because james harden is starting to look like james harden again uh he mentioned at the beginning of the season 
he still had that hamstring injury was still looming. And some people would probably listen to this. Like he had the whole off season. He was going to Paris and all that. Yeah. But if you've ever had a hamstring injury, it looms around for quite some time. And these guys are elite athletes. So your body is different from theirs. So please don't compare your body to theirs. Uh, <laughs> but there's that. And I'm going to leave with on number five, we're only do five of them, but you can look at this list on your own on the athletic. Uh, it is Denver Nuggets. Uh, with the defending MVP, Jokic, uh, they're four and two. They still, 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 still don't have my boy back yet, Murray, which I'm waiting for him to come back. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he's played all right so far. He needs to play better for the contract that they gave him, but uh, he's starting to starting to heat up a little bit. Uh, so I'm, I'm very, very interested in that one. Um, and I'll give an honorable mention. Number six is Golden State Warriors, and they don't even have Clay back yet. So that's dangerous, right? Yep, yep. And and they're they're five and one, and they five beat and the Lakers without Clay. Uh, yep. So Clay looks good too. So I mean, just just watch out for what's going to happen with them. So Sam I ran off a lot of teams. Top five. Top five. What are top your thoughts? Five, five. <laughs> um, I liked it. It was good. I think this should be a segment, Brandon's power rankings. Okay, I'm with uh, it. I'm with it. I we'll see what the people say. Let us know. Let the people speak Let for the people, people. speak Let's for the people. Yes, yes. Um, where where are uh, my five and one New York Knicks? Uh your New York Knicks, because so the Lakers are seven, right? The Knicks, I think, are eight, if I remember correctly. Let me double check real quick. Uh the but seven, where six, are they eight. in your list? That's what I want to know. Well, they're they're ranked gonna... nine. Um, they're ranked nine. The Suns are before them, so are the Lakers. Um, I think that's I think that's good for them right there. They're they're in the top ten right now. I, I there's there's no way they're not in the top ten. The way that RJ's been playing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, RJ's playing like he should have been playing, but sometimes you need to mature into this game and understand uh the nuances of it to really fully. Uh, excel with the talents that you had and there was no way people can deny that rj had t- talent like we, oh, we always knew sure. that right but now he's starting to piece it together and now you have now everything's starting to mold together you had your second year with with tibbs um you you have basically the same core back outside of having kimba and uh evan fournier add to your team uh which evan fournier is a big upgrade for them uh for sure um so and that's that was over Bullock. They let Bullock go over. So um, I think the Knicks are trending in the right direction. They have been since they told Dolan to step the hell away from having anything to do with the basketball operations. And since that point in time, the, the Knicks have been trending upwards. Yeah. But, shout out to Leon Rose, man. Yes. Yes. But I'm going to need you Knicks fans to stop coming out here talking about uh KD he he should have came to the to the the Knicks like he, he's regretting it now he's not regretting it he has James Harden next to him stop it please stop it but yeah I, I think this uh list is pretty accurate pretty spot on and I'm sure it's gonna change as the season goes in as I mentioned that I mean there's like six games uh that these teams have played so there's a lot of time left uh, and a lot is going to change uh, by all-star break. I can guarantee that. I like it. That was Good. a fun segment. Good. Thanks. You want to play another fun segment? Sure. This this one's called Do You Care? Oh, that's back. Got it. Remember? Remember that? I remember it. 
Um, hey, do you care? Scotty Pippen, know him? Do you know him? Uh, unfortunately, yes, I do as of late. What he's got a doing? book. Yeah, he's got a memoir, a book coming out. And um, pretty much when you have a book coming out, you have to just say hot takes to sell the book. And uh, he said Michael Jordan wouldn't be Michael Jordan without his teammates. Well, do you care? I absolutely care because this is my favorite basketball team of all time because that was the team that brought me into basketball in general. And Michael Jordan is my favorite player of all time. Uh, Dwayne Wade is second. Um, to hear Scotty say this, uh, Scotty, Jordan even said it himself. That without his teammates, he couldn't have done it. Yeah. Said so, in the last dance, he said, yeah, he basically exactly. said, without Scotty, there's no much Jordan. Yeah. Scotty is doing this because he said he didn't like how he was portrayed in, in the last dance. And you quit on your team, yeah, homie, ex- and exactly. you got exposed exactly. to a whole new generation of, of fans. That Which is why didn't Katie called you out. Yep. yep. Katie called you out. You didn't like it. Katie ain't never quit on his teammates. <laughs> I, I don't, no. I know a lot of players that didn't quit on their teammates. You sat out because you weren't getting the shot. So, Scotty, you also have to remember that you weren't Scotty Pippen without Michael Jordan. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, everybody was focused on Michael Jordan. Then you, then you two together, yes, you are the Robin to his Batman. And I'm not going to downplay it. You are a Hall of Famer. You are a, a, you were a phenomenal talent when you were on the court. You, I cannot take any of that away. You're a better basketball player than 90, 98% of the people that I know in my life. Right. Probably ninety nine. Um, but but you got to understand that you couldn't have done it without Jordan. Jordan couldn't have done it without you. And you guys couldn't have done it without the supporting cast around you. You couldn't even done it without the GM that you hated, Scotty, because he was the one that put the people in place. So I understand you're trying to sell the book, but I need you to pump the brakes, brother, and just take a seat. And just let your book sell because it's going to sell regardless because of who you are. But you don't need to do this. You don't need to tarnish your name. Please stop doing that. Fair enough. I agree with you. I don't. I don't care though. Like, <laughs> I, I agree with what you said, but I think you. But basically, what you should have said is, I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 agree, I get it. I agree I get with it. what he said, but I don't care. Said <laughs> yes. It. Yes. True. Um, very. Very true. Hey. Uh, you, you know what Philip Rivers has been up to lately? Uh, Aside from coach, babysitting like his nine kids, wasn't he coaching like really? a high school team or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's coaching a high school team in Alabama, and he, the season just concluded. Ironically enough, the Saints need a quarterback. Um, it's, he's about three hours from New Orleans, and he said he'd be open to if the New Orleans Saints called him about a quarterback position. Do you care? Philip, stay home with your family, man. Yeah. <laughs> stay home. It's time, bro. Stay home with your kids. It's just, I, just stay home. I know Drew Brees has already said no to like publicly on the you know the television. Yeah, stay home, guys. Yeah, this is don't, don't yeah. do it. You don't guys are it. over forty. It's it's okay. It's okay to just be Hall of Famers. I don't know if Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. Probably is, right? He probably has played himself into that. Yeah, just yeah, he's probably Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't know like, about first ballot, but he's probably a Hall of Famer. I don't know how like the hair plugs for Drew Brees will do in the in the in the helmet too. And this is my favorite like football player of all time. So I'm allowed to 
to do this, but I don't know how they would play in that helmet. So like, just stay home with your family, bro. You can't throw anyway. Like exactly. But, Drew, Drew, you already had the challenge of being your height, and when you were throwing the ball, you were you had precision. You don't. You still probably have the precision, but you can't throw the ball far. So you need that for this team to really excel. So yeah, just stay home. Stay on. Stay or excuse me. Stay in the the studio and just keep commentating with Tony Dungy. Yeah, he's doing a good job on TV. He is. He yeah, is. I enjoy it. Um, hey, last one. You ready for this? World Series Game 6 is tonight, Tuesday, as we're recording. Uh, the Braves could take it all. They're they're up 3-2. to two. Prognosis on what you think is going to happen to this World Series. I, I have the Braves winning this. I mean, I have to pick the Braves. I can't pick the Astros ever for anything those cheaters uh but i mean i have to give them respect though too i mean they got back to the world series with everybody looking at them and seeing if they were cheating so they still they basically kind of like for them if i didn't hate them so much it'd be a redemption tour basically be like oh so you guys said we couldn't do it without cheating (laughs) we did it without cheating right so for baseball that either storyline is great for baseball um in my honest opinion but I want the Braves to win so bad, and I hope they close it out uh, tonight. I still just can't believe that they go up with a grand slam in the first. It was the first inning, and then you lose. Lose uh, it right back. You, you let them put nine runs up on you. I just yeah. still don't understand. But they're the the Astros have they play great behind. They they have all season. That's what they do. So uh, I just pray the Braves do what they're supposed to do and and close this out. I um next time you're feeling down or feel like you can't do something and I'm not an athlete and I'm not going to pretend to be one. Um, but just next time you say you can't do something, remember that Charlie Morton's almost 40 years old and he struck a dude out with a broken leg in a world series game. He's a, he's a G for that. Taking a a comebacker right back up the middle off the leg (laughs) and still going back out there, finishing the inning, pitching, and then going back out there and pitch more. He didn't even touch his leg. He didn't even shake it off. Nope. He kind of looked down at it, grimaced a little bit, and just took the ball. Like, yeah, go Braves, man. I don't know anyone. I I wouldn't think anyone outside of Houston would want the Astros to win. Uh, Braves are such a good story doing it without Acuna too, like one of the best talents in the league. Um, and Freddie Freeman's one of my favorite non-Yankees yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, agree. Uh, I, I just think he's a uh, speak up future hall of famers. Like he's, he's there now. I want him to win a world series so bad. Um, he's just a likable guy. He's just, yeah. Um, and, and his situation that he had, if you guys don't know about it, I think we talked about it on here before Sam, Yeah, his story and what his wife and him had to go through, uh, to, to have a child like that's that's an amazing story it'll bring anybody to tears for sure so if you don't want to cry don't watch it but yeah i think it was like an e60 thing yes. or, or something like that check it out um yeah great story it seems like a great family the whole stuff of the all-star game with with his son and, and tatis like was a lot of fun um a cool storyline um he's just yeah i i'm a big freddie freeman fan and uh i'm into this Braves team and um, it would be great. It'd be great if they won. So I think they will. Um, and this could come back and haunt me tomorrow morning when you guys listen to this, but we'll see. <laughs>
that that's our show. What are you looking forward to this week? Uh, watching my Nets play, um, continue to do this PT and continue to progress. Uh, watching yeah, big my birds, games, man, big games. Congrats. Thank you. Thank feeling you. Feeling better. Well, thank you. Watching my birds beat the chargers. Cause I'm just going to try to manifest this. Um, and and hope uh Howie Roseman gets fired somehow, some way, which never looks like it's gonna ever happen. Dude, um, the dude got three first round top ten picks. He's not getting fired. And, and well, well, <laughs> there the rumor is that they're saying that he's gonna try to get a quarterback, so it saves his tail. And it's just like I like this guy's gotta go somewhere, man. Like I, I he really needs to go somewhere because his his drafts have been horrendous. And if they're gonna try to trade this all for a quarterback, like I hope. Just leave Jaden alone. He's not the problem. It's everybody else. It's it's the defense. It's outside meeting the linebackers. Whatever. I can go on and on about. I haven't it, really but... dug into this quarterback class coming up in the draft, but I don't know if there's really someone that jumps off the page that's better than Jalen Hurts. Like I, you can make not... like Jalen. Like Jalen's not jumping off the page. He's got some raw talent. I don't think he's like a pure passer in the sense. Like he definitely needs some work. Well, what but they just like, did in that game against the Lions is exactly what they need to do. They need to keep yes. a balanced attack, and that will allow Jalen to look good and do stuff. Because Jalen, at that point in time, he if can't, he had to play that, oh, man. He can't step back and throw the ball 40 times. Exactly. You exactly. can't abandon the run early in the game. You, exactly. you have, you know, you I can't do it. Not, not with him. You shouldn't do it with anybody. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, looking forward to this week. Jets on Thursday night. That'll be fun. Uh, and this World Series game, you know, as much as I love game sevens, uh, winner take all, I don't want the Astros to take anything. So I go Braves. Yep. And um, yeah, man, just uh, enjoy it. I know we got some, we didn't touch on UFC corner this week. Um, it's okay. But we'll get there. I know there's another fight coming up, right? Oh, yes, there and, is. And uh, maybe we could watch that one. And uh, have a good time. Yes, sir. Let's All right, that. man. This is our show. Thank you for everyone that's listening. Uh, Chasing Points Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. Make sure you give us a like. And uh, those five-star reviews in the iTunes store, they go a long way, too. So um, leave, a, leave a comment. Help, help your boys out. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Until next time. Peace. So you know what time it is. And uh... – just want to let you guys know persistence is key uh why am i saying that uh wanted to buy a tv for my streaming gaming career you guys don't know soon to come i wanted to buy a particular tv because of it having four hdmi 2.1 ports if you don't know what that is look it up i'm not geek squad uh i try to find this tv i end up finding it on amazon and it was $1,400 originally dropped it down $200. You know, it's that time of the year, Black Friday sales, you know, all that good stuff happening. So I wanted to take advantage of it. And they had a monthly option on Amazon. And I said, you know what, I'm not going to spend 1200 when I have a monthly option that, you know what, doesn't charge me any interest or anything like that. That is for me. Funny thing about that is when I clicked that option, it did not allow me to get it. So had to speak to a representative. Asked me what time I spoke to the representative. It was one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock in the morning on the phone, Amazon. Me. That was me. This guy. Spoke to the representative. Representative tells me 
it's not in stock. So that's pretty funny because it's in my cart. How is it not in stock? Go back and forth, back and forth, end up disconnecting. Said, I'm going to prove her wrong. Put it in my cart, click buy. It's there, gives me the shipping, all of it. It's on its way to my house on Wednesday. Actually arrived today. Call back the next day just to prove my point because that's the type of person I am. And I spoke to another representative and started my conversation. Got disconnected from that representative as well. So this is three representatives at this point in time that I got disconnected from. But the fourth was the golden one. And when I spoke to her, we had a conversation. She said it was in stock and it was in stock. She said that she saw the option and she understood it wasn't working. But then after understanding all this and her and I troubleshooting together, she said, Brandon, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. This is where the persistence truly, truly comes in. I said, ma'am, I work in customer service as well. There's always something that you can do. And you've been a sweetheart to me. And you know what? I don't want to take this out on you. So I need to either speak to your supervisor or their supervisor's supervisor. She said, Brandon, I can give you an offer of $200 off a TV, a different TV. I said, ma'am, don't want another TV. I want this one. So please let me speak to your supervisor. She puts her supervisor on the phone and guess what happens? The supervisor says, I can write a report for you, Brandon, but that doesn't tell me when it's going to get resolved or when you'll find out when you can get the TV and there's a chance it may not be there. But she says, there's two options. I said, so what's the second option? She said, Brandon, since you bought the TV, I can give it to you for 50% off of what you paid for. I said, ma'am, sold. Give me your name, email address, send it to me, please, done. So more of the story is stay Wait, persistent. I usually don't interrupt F- here, but 50%, five, like five zero off of the TV that I bought. So I got the TV that was $1,200. Well, after taxes, it was 14 with the insurance for half price because I was persistent because something didn't work on their end. So again, persistence is key, people. I hope you enjoyed this story and understand that you too can be persistent.